I push my squats when it comes to squatting heavy. When I knew I had a heavy squat session coming, I would get nervous that day beforehand because I knew it was going to suck. Very similar to when I have heavy technicals, especially for volume. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my early years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. And welcome everyone to the podcast. I'm Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple time representative at the Commonwealth Games. Now, this episode will be shared just after the national championships in Australia. If anyone was tuning in or watching, you would have seen that I was not lifting. It was my intention to lift this year, but unfortunately, I've had a bit of a niggling knee injury roughly a few weeks after I got back from the Commonwealth Games. So my goal when getting back from the Commonwealth Games was to peak to compete at states and nationals. But unfortunately, I was not in fighting shape. So my plan is to rehab and slowly start to build back into my lifting in order to start ticking the boxes to qualify for the next Olympics next year. I found that's the only unfortunate thing about lifting at the elite level for myself personally. I found that I put so much physical and mental strength into my high-pressure international competitions, whether it's an Olympic qualifying event or the Commonwealth Games, that as soon as the event finishes, it takes me weeks, even months sometimes, to start to find my feet again and to be able to push my weights again without risking injury, etc. So hopefully one day I can get back to competing peaked for a state and national event. I think my last national event may have been 2019, so it's been a while. It always gets me going tuning in watching states, nationals, or any other club competitions, but I'm sure within the next year or two I'll be back at it. But enough about me, I say we jump straight into this episode, and this episode's going to be pretty straightforward in its intent. It's probably one of the only episodes so far where I'm actually talking about the X's and O's of weightlifting. Well, in this instance, an insight into my strength training and specifically how I've changed my approach to provide a similar result. So if you've read the title, it's all to do with me squatting triple body weight in two different weight categories with two completely different approaches to my training. And why I'm outlining this is because I feel it's easy to think, especially if you're newer to Olympic weightlifting or even resistance training in general, that there's only one specific way or method to achieve a certain result especially with the commercialization of the fitness industry and the plethora of fitness gurus in the space trying to sell their miracle pill way of doing things, just in a way to be different and to sell something. And when it comes to Olympic weightlifting, there's a lot of people who have their preferences and there have been a lot of different models and methods that have been created over time and demonstrated that there's more than one way to achieve what you're after. Examples being the Soviet, Bulgarian, Chinese approach, etc., but I won't delve into that this episode, perhaps in the future. So, the insight I'll be giving on this is in regards to my back squat, and back when I squatted triple body weight weighing 69 kilos, I back squatted 207, and then again, some years later, as a 73 kilogram lifter, I was weighing 75 at the time, but I back squatted 230 kilos. And through the comparison, I'll go over what I felt the differences were between the two approaches 
and then the underlying similarities, which I think helped in both situations to be able to get to my PV numbers. So I'll go in chronological order to make this easier. So going back to when I first squatted triple bodyweight back in 2016, this was approaching my first national championship, so a week before the event. And leading into this PB back squat, my strength training consisted on four heavy squat sessions per week, and they were broken up as two back squats, two front squats, alternating throughout the week. And the rep ranges started from sets of seven earlier in the training cycle, and then over time worked its way down to obviously 1RMs pre-competition. And when it came to these squat sessions, when I say they were heavy, I mean in terms of RPE, they were as heavy as I could possibly go for that rep range. Essentially a rep max for whatever rep scheme I was following at the time. And I would rarely stick to a specific kilogram amount for sets either. So I would essentially ascend in weights every single set. Although, in order to get some volume in, I would hit the program rep range each set building up. So I would take smaller jumps on the way up to potentially a new rep max PB. An example of that being if my 5RM back squat was say 180 kilos at the time, I would work up and do jumps of 5 reps in each set building up from say 70, 100, 120, 130, 140, 150, 160, 167, 174, 181. So as you can see with those last few sets, trying to be a little smarter to then eventually end up in a PB scenario. And then say I hit 181, next time I would probably repeat and do the 180 kilos for a set, and then maybe try bump it up to 185. So I was only trying to beat my PB by a small increment each time, and I was doing a lot of sets building up at that same rep scheme the whole way. Now, I'm not saying that this method I used here was ideal textbook or even the correct way to do things, but it was simply just the way that I did it at the time. So this method I used was one that really helped motivate me to push each time I had squats on the cards, no matter how I felt, and was also a way to what I thought was getting in the necessary volume at the time. This method here, I'd say, is very aggressive and extreme in terms of a way to gain strength as four heavy squat sessions a week is a lot and could potentially take a lot of energy away from improving on the Olympic lifts themselves, not to mention the potential of increased injury risk. In my case, it didn't result in injury, and of course, a triple bodyweight back squat was a result of it, but I also had a huge gap between my strength and my Olympic lifts because of it. Example being, my numbers were only 103, 130 at the time that I back squatted 207. And it's also noteworthy that I was still quite green in the sport, and it has a lot to do with the gap between my strength and capability in the lifts, although the rate of progression could have definitely been better in the lifting department at the time. So now moving on to the second time that I scored a triple bodyweight. Now this was actually four years later in 2020 as a 73 kilogram lifter, so I was roughly weighing 75 kilos at the time, and this is where I back squatted 230. And this was roughly a week out of competition when I went 127 in the snatch and 175 in the clean and jerk at 73. And leading into this PB, I followed a completely different approach to my strength training compared to that first time when I squatted the 207 at 69 kilos body weight. So this time, I was only squatting twice a week. So that being one front squat, one back squat. And my programming at this moment was very much Olympic lift heavy with only minimal squats to allow me to be able to put more energy into my Olympic lifting. 
and my premise when it comes to pushing my squats were quite similar to the previous however. I would still go into the squat session with that intention of ascending in weight and finding a heavy set for that prescribed rep scheme, although this time I would say I was a little less reckless. Example being, if I felt like I wasn't up for potentially hitting a new PB, I would then turn upping to what I considered to be my minimums and getting in a few sets at that instead of potentially going to failure in a set and then overly fatiguing myself because of that failure to the detriment of my Olympic lifts, which were the priority at the time. And then following this protocol of squatting half as much, I still managed to progress my squats just as I did squatting double the amount as I was at this point in time. Now when comparing these two different methods to building up to squatting triple body weight, instead of just laying it out black and white like I've just done there, there were definitely similarities and differences in the two approaches that have hindered and helped the way that I had gotten to that weight despite both resulting in squatting triple body weight. The first time squatting triple body weight, as I said earlier, I was squatting four times a week, but my Olympic lifts weren't very heavy in comparison to my strength levels, which allowed me to be able to perform my lifts and strength work together without really seeming to have an impact on my lifting at the time, especially considering I was still in a phase of my lifting where I was working on my fundamentals of sound technique. When in comparison to the second time I squatted triple body weight, I didn't necessarily have that spare energy available to be able to squat heavy four times a week. Example being, when my clean and jerk doubles were up to 70% roughly of my 1RM back squat, it took a lot more out of me physically compared to back when I first squatted triple body weight, my top clean and jerk double was sub 60%. And that may not seem like a lot, a difference of 10%, but if we're going off my 230 kilogram back squat, that's hitting a 138 kilo double compared to hitting a 161 kilogram double. And when you're doing that for four or five sets in a row, it's definitely a lot more when you put it that way. Well, not only that way, even in an absolute way, 138 compared to 161 is night and day. And that was essentially the biggest difference between the two periods of my training. Even though one was way more aggressive than the other in terms of volume, and on paper it seems like they're completely different approaches, I still feel like there were similarities in the approach which helped result in the same triple bodyweight back squat, putting volume and squatting sessions aside. The main similarity I had with these two approaches was simply I push my squats when it comes to squatting heavy. When I knew I had a heavy squat session coming, I would get nervous that day beforehand because I knew it was going to suck. Very similar to when I have heavy technicals, especially for volume. I would know that when the squat session was coming up that I made sure I slept well the night prior, I ate the proper amount of food leading in, made sure I was well hydrated for the session as I didn't want to waste my opportunity to grow stronger when I had the chance. And when it come to the session itself, I really made sure I squeezed the juice out of it and got the most possible out of the session. My first time leading up to squatting triple body weight had a fair few failures in my squatting sessions, meaning missed reps. But my second time, when I squatted 230, it didn't have any really. And this was more to my experience at the time of picking appropriate weights, as I knew if I overdid it and missed a rep, it was more than likely going to over-fatigue myself and then take away from the sessions that were following for the days and even that next week. So essentially what I felt it boiled down to with these two approaches was that my intent was there with both of my squat sessions. So when it come time to my strength work, I made sure I got the most out of it, within reason of course, to ensure I was continuing to progress towards my top numbers. 
So to sum it all up in this episode is there's definitely plenty of ways to improve on your strength in the sport. And there's multiple variables at play when it comes to this. And there's no secret method that you have to use when trying to gain strength. As long as you have a plan, you stick to it consistently without going through the motions half-heartedly. I'm sure if you stick to it that way, it'll pay dividends in the future when the time comes to hit those new PBs. And I think I will wrap it up on that note. So thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. I appreciate everyone who does tune in and I'll speak to you all next week for a brand new episode. Oh,